Yes, it is the Stepmates Podcast back for another week. You've got me, Mark Nicholson, Sebastian Pitt, and Lucky Bloody Wilson. Big crack round of applause. Really knocked the fucking headphones off me head, boys. Too excited, mate. I fucking gave the old big fake round of applause and nearly lost the headies. You're just bringing it. It's too hard. I'm going too hard. We had someone get in touch that seriously thought that we'd uh, left Spotify because we hadn't posted a new episode. Oh, fucking love it. Bullshit, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in the mailbag. I'll read it out now. I said, boys, where else are you posting your podcast now that you've dumped Spotify? I love it! Or was I, that satire? I genuinely thought I was joking. <laughs> Some happened. He was he was unsure. Like, he was a little triple, unsure. Triple jokes, like it's just yeah, jokes yeah, on top yeah, Because yeah, yeah. at, at what point do, does the joke just like it goes so far it stops being a joke? And yeah, it's like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Now. Well, look, the answer is we are not leaving Spotify. Spotify, um, you know, they they're a big supporter of the show. They've they paid us hundred million dollars to be here. Yeah, they give us twenty five million dollars a year over four year contract at the moment, so it's not a hundred million. dollars I thought we did this for free. No, goodness gracious. I mean, yes, no. lucky. Yeah, no, this. No, no, no. Well, it, it works out to be net zero. But what we spend on the show, it works out <laughs> right. to be net zero. Hence why you're not getting any profit checks or anything like that. So it is net zero. Yeah. It's an expensive show to make, this one. It's very, very expensive. I mean, I don't understand it, but I, I trust you boys. Like, there's a big fake round of... There's a big fucking audience here. Like, <laughs> yeah, they, they, all get, they all get cash. Thanks, guys. Thanks so a lot. They're so all they, being paid. So they get paid. That's why they're always happy because they're always paid. The guy and with we, the little applause card you see standing over there, he's not cheap. No, no way. He's ready ready to go at a moment's, uh, moment's I th- notice. I thought he was just your housemate. No, 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 no. He's ready to go. That's Steve. He's, very, he's paid very fucking well as very well, Steve. Very well. Better than us. Fucking mouth, Steve. Um, now, look, Joe Rogan, let's let's kick it off with a bit of Joe Rogan chat. He's, um, he's surviving. He's, he's surviving. Surviving, not thriving. I don't know if he's not thriving. Like, I don't think, he, I don't think it really bothers him. Um, I reckon he is internally feeling a bit uncomfortable at this point. Did you see the uh, the video that came out? Yeah. I don't think we talked about that last week. With him it? saying Nutella? Yeah, the, no n- the Nutella word. The Nutella video. The yeah. So shout outs to Tim Dillon as well, who fucking described it perfectly by not saying the N-word, but would say Nutella and would say, like, Joe Rogan was saying Nutella, Nutella, Nutella. Sometimes he even said Nutella. I yeah. was at the gym when I listened to it. I fucking nearly dropped the bar. I was I was pissing my pants at how funny that was, um, but my boy Akash Singh was on uh, was on Rogan yesterday. It was launched. It was it was released today, and that was his first question because Joe was like, "Akash Singh, how are you?" And he was like, "Joe Rogan, how the fuck are you? You must be." And Joe sort of just you know flicks it off, and he's just like, "Look, man, you just don't read what's online." I think that might be his habit though: is don't look online. We look online. We see what all the chat is about, but maybe he distances himself. Nah, from it. he did a fucking massive apology video. Did yeah, you I watch it? I feel like the Swedish guy might have given him a call on that one. I don't know who that is. The, the Spotify guy. guy. I reckon he might have just gone, "Hey, listen, Joe. Like, we've got to, we've got to." There are a lot of oh, words in that video. No, he's got yeah, a, he's a, got a lot of words. He's got a marketing team. Surely he's got something like an advisor. With that much money, you'd you'd definitely have one, right? I'm not sure. I don't. I think you'd have one. No, he'd a hundred percent. He would be like this. This. Every man facade that he's created, you know, the hunting, the hiking, camping, burly fellow, in reality, he'd just be like consuming everything possible. He'd have a marketing team, he'd have PR, oh, he'd have I this did, assistant, I think that he's assistant. He's certainly more authentic than that, I reckon. Like, uh, he, uh, he, he has so much money now. You, you don't, I don't think so. He has someone that schedules his time. You, you don't get that much really? power yeah, I've heard him say that. without it going to your head in some capacity. Oh, I'd be interested. We have to get him on the show. I think that's the only way. We're gonna have that's to. We way. have to get him on the show, 
and uh, and have a chat and just work out how many people work for you, Jay. Like, what's going on here? Do you um, fellas ever do worry? Do you call them the N word? Do, do you, you call them the N word? Yeah. <laughs> do you fellas ever worry that we're like uh, cliches? A yes. couple of white guys with a podcast were into NFTs talk about Joe Rogan. I don't worry about it. I, I you know it. I know it for <laughs> an absolute fact. And sometimes when we do this pod and you bring up Joe Rogan, I go, geez, this is like, I literally saw a TikTok about this today, making fun of people who do this. But, you know, like, we're here and we have <laughs> Yeah, but the people you follow are all fuckheads. Do you know what I mean? Like... You, you've even said it before as well when you're like, oh, Joe Rogan's just a muscle head, talks about DMT. That's a five-year-old meme, mate. Like, you're not even up to date. You, you it, Look, it's awkward by saying those things. Like, I, Let's I, fight about I, Joe Rogan. I don't know. I, I do. I think, I, I think it's true, though. I, I think it's I, I worthwhile have, talking about. He's the biggest thing in the fucking world. I don't have, like, passionate I feelings it, about it. I'm cool. Not like <laughs> you guys. Is I, that what's I, going on? No, no. It's it's more like he, like he's... I don't mind Joe Rogan, but he is kind of uncool now. He's very popular, but like it just it does feel like a bit of a cliche. I don't listen to every episode, by the way. I just I just I like the ones with the comedians on there. I love what he does for comedians. He's People a like great Shane interviewer, Gillis, unbelievable. And I just I don't know. I like it, but it's a, it's also like I don't know. It's like a fanboy thing. It's like there aren't that many hardcore fanboys out there. It's like you, you wouldn't. It's the same thing as like Howard Stern. Like I like listening to some Howard Stern, but I'm not. I'm not going to suck Howard Stern's dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, and I think there's this like... Howard Stern kind of pisses me off now. I don't know. Uh, now, but he's got he's had some good interviews. The thing with Rogan, I've gone on and off. Do you know what I mean? Like I go on and off and maybe it was just because I was running so much and it was just, it was a good three hour podcast that I could go running with. You wouldn't need then, a podcast like that with the amount of running that you do. Good. The question is though, how many times in your life do you reckon you've said the N word? We you asked this last. Yeah, where we did I ask this I, on the main pod? This or is, yeah. No, this I asked is, it on the Patreon. This is exactly what happened and with I, the last podcast. We started talking about Joe Rogan, and then I'm pretty sure. Oh, actually, no, N word. Maybe we were talking that on the Patreon. Yeah, good memory, guys. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I, I I just said, had you said it before? I'm interested because I was on a phone call just moments ago, and I was speaking to someone, and they said the word, and it was jarring, and I was oh like, "Fuck God!" I, I don't know how long it's been since I said the word. I had an academic chat with my girlfriend in private uh, maybe three months ago and I probably said it three or four times in that chat because I, I just it does kind of bother me saying the N word like there is something about it that just makes me go like the F word or the R word and it's like how fucking far do we have to go with this and when you're in private I, I guess it's like it's more of an academic chat so I get it mm-hmm. but I'm just I was just trying to reflect how many times had I said it in my entire life and I think it might be in the hundreds it's Which is lot. disappointing. It's a lot of times. But I I I don't think you should say it. There was a period of time where especially American male comedians were using it and it was kind of like like I'm saying like white American comedians. And it was like Louis C. K. was one yeah, that was and quite it, prominent. It was sort of like almost acceptable, at least I thought so, until like, you know, a f- few years later when a whole lot of black people were like Stop fucking saying the word. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, you can't even say it in that capacity. Which I assume that's what Joe Rogan was doing in those clips. Like, I, he obviously wasn't calling anybody the N-word, but he, he was using it. He was it. referencing the word. Yeah, yeah, he was referencing the word. But, I, yeah. So do you reckon I, it would be hard for I, someone? I get it, but you shouldn't do it. Do you reckon it would be hard for someone? You know how there's, like, you know, there's there's all sorts of shades of people. And there's some people. Like, there's shade, I can't remember the guy's name. He was an activist. But he was he was quite... He looked quite white, but he identified as black. Surely there's some sort of uncharted territory in the middle where you're, you're, you're almost white, 
but you still can say the word. I had like, a, you're lucky. Like <laughs> my my sister uh, went to uni with a guy whose parents were African, and they were quite dark skinned. They weren't like like you know they they I think they were mixed of mixed race, but he was white, like completely white, and his brother was quite dark. And they used to make fun of him and like, because they would say it. And if he went to say it, they'd be like, no, 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 too white. Yeah. Wow. So they were the same, they were brothers. I think they were teasing him, but yeah. Yeah, right. There's yeah. a great bit by Andrew Schultz. He was doing a bit with talking to a guy and the guy was saying, he was like, where are you from? And he was like, Nigeria, guy's white. And it turns out he was a, he was an albino African guy. And uh, uh-huh. and he was like, fucking prove it. Like, gets his license out and his name is, le- like, legitimately African. Like, it's it just it sounded really African. And the guy was saying he's an albino. And then Schultz is like, go on, then really prove it. Say the N-word. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. is it's true. But um, I don't he, know. There was a time there. No, I, they, they cuts the clip. So I don't know if he right. actually says it. But he, oh, no, he does. He But he says it in more of an academic word. He's like, what? You want me to say... And then right. he gets himself, and everyone's like, "Whoa, get fucked!" He's really African. Um, Can people clip up this show one day and be like, "Look at all the awful." Well, it has uh, got me thinking that maybe, uh, maybe I need to hold back a little bit. Depends how big we get, I suppose. Um, we're, we're, we're getting we're, Joe Rogan big, but we're also Australian. There's like, if there we're is, cooked. there's a ceiling here. Like, you can't. It's harder to get cancelled here. Like, it doesn't stick as well. Say that now. You watch. It's coming. No, it, it, it is. Come. It is coming. I can imagine. we got to get out of Australia, man. We're working for Pauline Hanson now. We're not going to work again uh, for any left-wing uh, media companies. Because like, I'm nothing, so it's fine. Like, you, what are you going to do? You're going to draw blood from stone or whatever it is. Did you see the um, the Dave Portnoy one? Because Dave Portnoy... Do you know Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports? No. So he's the yes. founder of Barstool Sports. Really like charismatic guy. Tried to get taken down by Business Insider because um, he likes to have rough sex. And, oh, I remember um, this guy, yeah. They pulled him up story. and they, they apparently found all, they, three girls that said that, uh, that, that he'd sexually assaulted them. Um, and he ended up bringing receipts and showing text messages, basically proving everything that they were saying was wrong, knowing that it was an intentional hit piece, all that sort of shit. Well... On the back of the Joe Rogan thing, they tried to pull him up for uh, times where he'd send the, said the N-word. And there were three brothers, and I'm not sure if you might know them, Lockie, because they're, they're quite woke. They're three brothers called the, the Midas Touch. <laughs> Do you know these guys? No. Have you heard about them? Apparently, they're quite well known, but they're like super woke. Um, they love like taking everyone down. Uh, Portnoy offered to do an interview with those guys where it was under the pretense that they were going to be able to co- correct his actions and they were discussing how he, they've never said the N-word. They've never said it. They've never said it. They've always said that they've never said it. They were grown up to have never said it and they've never said it. Dave Portnoy then busts out a text message where one of them had said it and uh, in a text message. So he brought the proof. Cheeky and the boys. way he brought it up, I can't remember the guy's name, but say it was Lockie. And he was like, so who here knows Lockie bloody Wilson? And the guy's face drops because he knows. He just he starts clicking. He's like, "Oh fuck, he's got the text." <laughs> um, but it's it's like I, I've I've met people before that have turned around and, and grandstanded and said they've never said the word. But the funny thing about the word is it's it's one of those. It's kind of fun to say. Like I know it's hateful and whatever, but it's got that like it's got a bit of snap to it, you know. Just because it's so loaded. I don't know. It's like pebble. You know the word pebble? Pebble's fun to say because I think it's got like a it's got a fun middle yeah, bit. I, like there's a definitely like that it's like that kind of like gangster fetishization or maybe that's you know, what like it is. Maybe it just makes you feel cool. Of. 
Yeah, but uh, yeah, and that that was the discussion like a few years back. I remember Bill Maher was talking about it on his show, and he said the word to this like black activist person, and it, like when you watch it back now, you just kind of cringe. Like it, it, it just. I don't know. It doesn't. Yeah, it does make me cringe now too. Sit right. Listening to Rogan, even Louis when he does it, like uh-huh. he did it a few times with Patrice and whatever. It does make you sort of cringe now, which is good that it's that. That's how. That's how. That's well, how I mean, progression it, works. Well, we talked about last week's growth. It, it, if as long as you're growing, then. But I've okay. always said, like you know, that there's there's a recent movement on bitch as well. Stop saying the word bitch. Um, you know, and my yeah, I, I try not to say it. I funnily see, enough, it's another one that I just like to. Say. It's just fun to say. You know, you know what it is. It's it's words that just. It's like the words themselves, or some of them, like the n words, obviously pretty fucking horrible. But a word like like bitch, it's kind of like any other swear word. But then, once I kind of like once sort of like started paying attention to it and realizing that oh, people only use bitch to talk about either women or guys that are women like yeah 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 and but but then it but then it, it just becomes like all the worst words in the in the language like so cunt bitch like it, any, any I would come back against bitch though cuz i think being a little bitch isn't there's nothing feminine about that because like there's the idea of the uh, bitch. Uh, little but, bitch is an interesting but, 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 but being a bitch is being female in like in america the most offensive thing you can call someone is a bitch which is like bizarre but it's because it's either emasculating yeah. or saying you're like a nasty chick but then you have no because there's there's the, there is the definition of like a nasty chick but then there's the idea that you're being a little bitch or because you know, you're being a pussy which again is another word to say you're being but you you use that word. you use that word to describe that word. You could also say it's being uh, cowardly, or you could say yeah, a pussy. That, you know, you're you're but, but using that word. I, I see what you're doing, but, but like yeah, you could, are, you could describe it in other ways. But but you could you could have <laughs> all right. So you've got this idea of a woman who's a bitch, which I that does exist. Like women can be bitches. Like I think we've just gotten excessive with our use of it. I think that's where that's what happens with most of these words is that they start off okay and then over time they just kind of get ruined and then and then you kind of have to move on to the next word like all the words for mentally ill people like they they like all the words we can't say like you know they started as the politically correct version yeah, of yeah, the yeah, word yeah. and it's it's the same with like not the n word but like the other n word <laughs> the less the less harsh n word the less harsh n word which is like 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 Negro. Ah, yes. So, yes. so like, like the Spanish word for black. That's yes. what you're saying there. Yep. Yeah. That, nice Spanish pronunciation. By thank the way. you. But that that was the correct thing to to call yeah, someone yeah, who's, nice who was black. But like over time, language evolves and it gets kind of like outdated and, and abused. And now we say black. And in 20 years, it'll probably be offensive so, to call someone black. So retarded was right. a scientific word when I was doing death penalty 100%. stuff for someone that had an IQ below 50. It wasn't meant to be disparaging let's, at all. Let's say totally. like you go into work, you work in an office job and you, your manager, she's a 45-year-old woman and uh, she's just, she's really giving you the shits today. She's <laughs> she's piling you up with all this work. It's unfair. She's got it out for you for some reason. And you know, and you know it's unfair. And then your coworker turns around to you and you're like, man, what, what's going on? Like, and you have to describe her in one word. What would you say? 
Uh, I would say she's being a prick, and I would, but I would think that's gendered language as I, well. No, but I would think that's gendered language. Gendered language. I would think the word bitch, and then I would do the mental gymnastics to not say it. I, I just but would you want to say that it'd be on the yeah, totally. on the tip of your be, tongue because I've grown up saying the word. But this is also where things like the B word, the R word, the N word gets gets me upset because it it I feel like it's always about tone. Tone matters. Um, so I can say, like, bitch, please. Like, and yeah. mine won't get upset. But if I turn around and go, you fucking bitch, she'll get fucking upset because it's the tone. Does it work in the other way where it's like, um, you fucking N-word. Get out of here, you fucking N-word. Does that work? Like, is that suddenly... Am, but I'm not... I can't get cancelled for it. Like, is that just... Is that just actually racist? Not just racist because I said a word. How does that work? Do you reckon Kramer's set would have been different if he... Uh, yeah, like, yeah if, if Kramer was like, oh, we used to hang you off the fucking trees, you fucking N-word. Like, yeah, no, that's, that's still not going to work. Is it? If he said N-word... He said N-word. Well, he said we're gonna, we used to hang you off trees. I think that was the... Well, that's what I mean. That's the racist bit. But he got it pulled up. pile on, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he got pulled up because of his use of the N-word, not not so much of the context of what he was saying. So that's, that's my point, is if I could walk around and go, geez, man, you're being such a fucking S-word... Stop being such a B word. Like, does that? Am I suddenly? Am I immune now? Because I haven't actually said the word. I think so. I think you get a free pass. That's that's my takeaway. Lucky. Yeah, well, I don't know, but why not? Try it out. Let's see what happens. Because there was this N word that was walking around the other day. Like, is that now? Is that race? Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Okay, <laughs> we're learning together. This is what we're. This is what it's all about with our community of stepmates following as well. Um, because, oh. yeah, you'd be like, walked into the cinema last night and there was this bloody N-word in my seat. And I was like, get out of there, N-word. Yeah, well, that comes down to uh, t- tone and intention, like you were saying before. <laughs> it's, it's, so, it's, it's interesting, though. It's because, like... Well, then that, that like, will become a slur. Because you can, you can talk about it academically and say the N-word and no one's going to fucking huff and puff. But if you said the, the actual word, people will huff and puff now. Even in an academic discussion about the actual word, you have to cover it up. You have to give yourself little stars and hash, hashtags. Very interesting. Anyway. Anyway. There's not a lot of comedy in it. But no, I know. I we went, from, we went quite deep there There's for a little the bit. last 20 yeah, minutes. A little bit of comedy in there. Oof. Especially when I said N-word. Hey, that was funny. <laughs> you should just um, say it. <laughs> just fucking say you it. You want me to say You're it? You're a coward. Oh, uh, got me. Lucky is <laughs> uncomfortable. Um, um, speaking of learning, fellas, uh, we were talking about a new segment we were going to bring in. Last week, and uh, he's got uh, a, new a, little, segment. Ah. a new segment. He's cooked it up. Go on, mate. Let's go. Clean up your room. Organize your local landscape. What would your life be like if you made this decision today for real? Boys, I really don't think I should be running this segment. I am um, probably I probably take care of myself the least out of all of us. Um, You're wearing a shirt today. I am wearing a shirt. That's the one thing I've got. I've, I've been trying to wear more buttoned-up shirts because my the rest of my life is falling apart. Oh, but wait. I am ho- I am hosting this self help uh, Sebi self help segment. That's what it's called. Yep. And uh, self improvement. Self improvement. Mark, I believe you had a new segment this week, but I didn't have time to put together the audio cue for it, so uh, I apologize. Um, what was your new segment again? That was Attaboy. Attaboy. That's Attaboy. Right. That's all right. There wasn't many good cunts this week anyway, so there's not many Attaboys <laughs> to give out. We'll, we'll uh, do that next week though. We'll maybe next, next week, week I'll find <laughs> some actual Attaboys. There were no Attaboys this week. No one did anything good last week. Uh, oh in, well, in, there in you the, go. In, the, in this last week, so you've got to earn it. You've got to um, earn it. Um, so, what's inspired the self-help thing, Seb? What was it? Just the was it just the the podcast, or 
did you go, geez, is there a moment? Like, did you have a moment where you're like, geez, I'm a piece of shit? I just caught myself in the mirror the other day and I was like, Jesus Christ, i got to do something. <laughs> yeah, right. If I make a segment on the podcast, <laughs> I'll stick to it. Fucking hell. Uh, I've got, got a quick little anecdote of when I realised that I needed to get my shit together when I was, I uh-huh. realised that I was really addicted to fast food and I was I was fucked. Right? Sure, let's go. I went with a mate of mine. He was like, have you ever tried a pounder? Like four, a, a four times quarter pounder. And I was like, fuck no, I haven't. No. So we went down, we got them. And then came home and it was like one o'clock. We ate them and, and it's a large meal. Um, and he was like, fuck, I'm so full, man. That's nuts. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm real full too. I then got KFC for dinner and I went down to KFC, drove home, like snuck through the door, shut the door and he walked through the door. And this is like at six o'clock, <laughs> 6.30 or whatever. Uh. And he looks at me as I'm eating a fucking large Zinger burger combo and some like extra shit. And he's looked at me and just gone, Really? <laughs> and left and I was like fuck I need to get my shit together oh, anyway well. so yeah, did you have any moment like that where you're like where you're looking at, you're just looking at yourself in the mirror did you have like oh, a the shame no no quite no, that's a good one though I wish I had felt. something like that you need yeah the shame in that was, was, was something and I keep remembering that yeah. every time I eat something now Every time he I did. lift food to my mouth, I go. <laughs> he really? did eat a pound. I've, I know who you're talking about, and that guy could could scoff it down too. Mate, he's he's big now too. He's, so he's, he's big boy now he's too. He's chucked him on. So I'm next to my senior. You just say, say really, really, <laughs> <laughs> really need that. Last five years, really. Uh, uh, but anyway, so <laughs> last last year, uh, sorry, last week, I was um, I was talking about uh, my first pledge. So the idea of this segment is that I will take on a classic self-help trait and I'll try it for a week and I'll report back to you boys to see whether or not if uh, it's a it's a thing worthwhile doing. Yep. And uh, last week I came across this research that Tetris, uh, playing 10 minutes of Tetris before oh, bed yeah. helps you sleep. And I actually did my research this week and I've got I've got the study how, here. So how did the Tetris thing go, by the way? Did you uh, do it? Do, okay, yeah, we can it? start there. I did. I religiously? did it every night and uh, I, I tell you what, I didn't have any trouble getting to sleep for the last week. I, I also did it a couple of nights, but I'll let Seb you... No, you go, Lucky. What well, did you experience? So that... I don't know if I got the official Tetris app, but the Tetris I was playing was like... Because I, I'd only just downloaded it, it was like to unlock unlimited Tetris, beat the first stage. And the first stage is just like play a three-minute time-trialed high-score Tetris like 50 times. Oh, wow. And so I'd be like lying there on my bed trying to like you know, like get into the zone and use this to to bring on the melatonin. Yeah. And it, it, it like suddenly it just flashed and be like, 30 seconds left, 30 yeah, right. seconds left. Yeah. yeah you gotta get a New way. high score reached. And I was like, oh, fuck. And then I'd be like all awake again. Yeah, you need a more relaxing version of Tetris. Uh, I actually bought one on the on the Switch. It was $60, $60 for <sighs> Tetris. But it's got all these fucking cool things where um like the, the background changes. 60 color. bucks for the pod. I mean, that's... That's oh, for my own self help. For, for my own thing, he did, it, he did it to sleep well, and you slept well. And I slept well, and you I slept, slept well. well. But I, I, I recommend it. Would you recommend so it? Worked the app or the doing the Tetris? Doing I'd the Tetris. give it a crack because I, I reckon I, I was really overworked last week, so I feel like that it wasn't a regular sleeping schedule. If that makes sense, like I was pretty fucking tired yeah. by the time I got to bed. But I didn't have any. You know, when you lie in bed and you just can't get to fucking sleep. Yeah, didn't have any of that. So maybe nice. it worked. I'm gonna keep doing it. I okay. think it's a good thing. All right. So what's um, up this week? What do you got? Well, the, well, sorry, this is just a study. Sorry, on the on the Tetris. It said uh, recent research has demonstrated that Tetris or Candy Crush Saga or Bejeweled um, can help overwrite negative visualization, which has applications for addiction, such as overeating, preventing PTSD, and in my case, onset insomnia. Um, you see visual flash, flashbacks. They occupy the visual processing center of your brain so that you can't 
Imagine the thing that you're craving or obsessing over, which are also highly visual. This effect can last three to four hours. So um, that's what you get. Yeah. So what happens? You I think see it just shit? wipes your brain. No, no, no. It just wipes your brain because you can't think of anything else if you're playing Tetris. So you can't be like anxious. Or yeah, right. So you can't be like, oh, I, I'm worried about going to sleep because you're thinking about Tetris. Because that, that's the thing with meditation as well. It's it's like you've got to try and think about nothing. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's not. It's the reason why it's good for depression and anxiety and stuff is not. Bec- it's because it's a moment where you're you're thinking about not thinking, which means you're not thinking about how much of a piece of shit you are. Yeah, yeah, so which I need, which I need. Stuff. So that's cool. Um, here's one one interesting fact. Sorry, just before I finish, uh, it also turns out that if you play Tetris after witnessing a traumatic event, ideally within six hours. Uh, <laughs> it prevents flashbacks and lowest symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder. So, <laughs> if you only I knew. if you witness something terrible, just whack out some Tetris. Play the <laughs> Tetris. Could you imagine how much of a fucking psychopath you'd look <laughs> if you saw someone <laughs> get hit by a car and you're like, "Fuck Tetris!" Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. give me Tetris. Quick, like, quick you don't understand. I went, I went FPSing. I saw my mother being murdered four hours ago. I need Tetris oh, in well. the next two hours. Better bring out the Tetris. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, so good. Well, good to know. Good to know. Good to know. Traumatic good events. To know. Good to know. Interesting. That's Interesting. value for the Stepmates podcast. Um, so anyway, what have you got up this week? Well, I wasn't, I wasn't sure. I had a, I had a couple of things in mind. I want to I do something new. I want to do something that you guys haven't done. But um, I was going through some websites and trying to find like, what are the, what are the biggest self-help tips that everyone recommends? Like what's the, the, the most consistent one? Yep. And it seems to be cold showers. Yeah. The cold right. plunge, which I know you do, Mark. I don't know if you've dabbled with that, Lockie. Yeah, sometimes I do a cold shower. Like blistering cold? Yeah, I used to do this thing, especially when it was hot, but I'd uh, have like a normal cool shower and then for the last like 30 seconds, I'd just go ice cold. I love it. That's what I think I'm going to try. I've I've dabbled in it. I, I do it sometimes if I'm running, I'll put the, the water just on my legs uh-huh. as like a mini ice bath, but I've never done the full body Mate, do the full body. Experience. It's horrible, but then afterwards I feel like it's refreshing. Count to 60. 60 seconds. Do 60. You know, honestly, knowing the taps here as well. Yeah. It gets, it gets, it's too easy up until the first 30 seconds. All right. Okay. So I'm a big fan of the, of the, of an ice cold plunge. I don't feel like I even get close until about that 45 second mark of going like, oh, this is starting to get a bit chilly. Right. Give you count to 60. So do you have a, you'll end up doing 45 because you'll go one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. yeah, You'll go like that, but get to count yourself to 60. I think that's a good target. And you have a full hot shower first and then the 60 seconds at the end. Yeah. If it's a warm day, I'll have like a a slightly warm shower, but Uh I've been known to have the, the nothing but cold shower, which I deeply admire those people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready for Um, that, but I'm going to try it. 60 seconds of cold showers every morning. Yeah. Don't go too hot. On the front end of the shower. Right, That's the okay. trick. Don't yeah. go. You, you want to shock. You, it's too much of a shock otherwise. But just if you start lower than die. Hot, yeah, I don't want to die. Well, so I don't understand. Like, too hot. People that have too hot a showers is, is a bit bizarre to me. I've always found chicks have Girls, really hot showers. Always. Why? Always. Why? They're always cold. Because they're bitches. Because they're just Because <laughs> they're cold bitches. It's, if, if I get in the shower after my girlfriend... It, it's like scorching. Like it's so hot that it it like would damage my skin if I stood under it for any yeah, longer. Right. Bitches. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so you're going to do nothing but cold showers every single day? Every single, seven days. I'll report back. I'll let you guys know how it how it is. Um, and if you guys have any self-help tips that have helped you or if you've just been interested and you, you, you don't even want to do them, let me know and I'll put myself through hell and we'll see. We'll nice. see if I turn out into a better human being. I have heard that it's... Uh, and I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. Sh- you know, 
break the system. But if you if you enjoy it for this first week, I think we might have to potentially put this in there. I have heard that it's it's better if you don't just cold plunge, but if you start the shower cold. Oh, really? And then allow it to come up to warm. I've heard Lex Friedman does cold. that. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently that's the that's the immuno response that your body gets. <gasps> that's really good for you. That feeling when you go <gasps> in the shower. Apparently that really wakes you up, gets you going. So there you go. Maybe I'll try that this week. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna jump in on your segment. But I, I might no, just, please I might no, that's, yeah, yeah, Honestly, that's what it's about. That's what it is about. Like, um, let's do it together. I'm keen. Look at us. We're gonna be we're gonna be better. We've learned so much already in this podcast. We've I know. Learned, we've yeah. learned about tone. We've learned about what words. Um, now we're learning about cold showers and the immuno immuno response. I don't have any outro music for this yet, so we're just gonna have to keep talking. Great intro music, by the way. Great intro music. Yeah, we didn't. <laughs> you know what? The outro music actually is good as well. No, yeah. it's not. It's not finished. I don't. don't <laughs> That's all right. We'll that. move on. We, we don't need an outro music at all. But we want to talk about. You know. You know. You know what music we could lead into with next? What? Can we put the neighbors' music on? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. here's the neighbors' music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're leaving that in. Neighbors is ending. Neighbors is ending. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I need to play Tetris immediately because did they just that's run a out traumatic event? Did they just run out of stories? They cancelled them. Tens called it. They said no more neighbors. They told every story they possibly could. Yeah, Mo- uh, yeah multiple times. To- the BBC or something was the only one. Fremantle Media's pulled out. That was the, I think that was the one. Production company Fremantle Media. Right. Uh, they pulled out. We had a meeting with Fremantle Media once. It was uh, it was very strange. They were not interested whatsoever in anything we were doing. I don't even understand why we spoke to them. Yeah, we just went for um, dinner. Yeah, it was like tacos. Um, <laughs> and it had a fucking shopping centre in Ringwood. That wasn't quite, I was thinking it was someone from, it wasn't it was, the actual. It was, it was still Fremantle. Fremantle Media. Right? Yeah, we'll, that's, we'll play. We'll say that. It was Fremantle. It, that was the first thing he said. Was hi, I'm from Fremantle Media, and then he said his name. So it was clearly a meeting with Fremantle Media, and then it was his name. Anyway, we went for tacos. It was a fucking disaster. Um, but I, th- I think they just weren't making enough money. Yeah, right. Because they're only selling to one country, really, and that's the UK, and they're paying five million pounds or something. It's an institution, though. I reckon. Fuck it off. Yeah, I met this guy once who was like he was British, and I don't think he was all quite there. I think he might have been on some medications but um, i think that's who it's for that guy, well he the way he talked about neighbors he was like and he got pretty quite drunk at this party and was <laughs> ranting and he was all he was almost at the stage where he was standing up in chair and being like you guys do not understand the fucking gem that you've got <laughs> like on your doorstep like you guys do not appreciate it like what is it? it is a do you remember any of the key points as to why it's so fucking good susan he wasn't making much sense this Suze, guy, but dr carl harold uh, Toad Margot Robbie was on it at one point Toad Fish Yeah Margot Robbie Delta Goodrum I was always more of a uh, <laughs> I was always more of a Home and Away guy Really If I ever watched any Which yeah, was when I was like Surf chicks 10. mate Loves Cut. it <laughs> Doesn't like the girl next door He wants the surf Yeah you're chicks. either a girl next door Or a surf chick guy Where you going yeah. The Lincoln Lewis style Fucking abs and tits Cause they're always at the beach At Home and Away right That's the idea Yeah and then Where's, it, where's Home and Away set Is it Byron Probably it's the beach. Where are, where are the Australian actors gonna go now to break Don't out from? Don't know. You know, I, I, there was a time in my life where I really wanted to uh, be on Neighbours. Did you ever audition? So I knew the casting agent really well because she she her name was Thea McLeod. Um, and did I see her? So at my old agency, she worked her uh, casting agency at the at the bottom floor. 
So you'd have to literally kind of go through her casting agency to go to my agent. Ah. And then I, I kept telling my agent, I was like, mate, get me on fucking Neighbours. Go talk to Thea right now and go, you've got a fucking gem right here. Let's go. So we walked down together and I was like, fucking, you're going to pitch me like in front of her. Um, and he did a fucking horrible job. Um, <laughs> what did he say? It was just like, you got to get this guy on Neighbours. You got it. <laughs> He's a star. <laughs> like, it, was, it was just desperate and pleading. And from that moment on, she hated me. And that was the, the casting chick that ended up putting me into that Sony Pictures film. Ah. But she was the one that hated me as well throughout the casting process and was basically trying to sabotage my, uh, my audition. Yeah, right. Knew the director I got through. Um, and I she could was see you on Neighbours. I really... But I was, I was back when I was big and fat. And so that there was no way I was going to get on Neighbours when I was that big and Couldn't fat. Couldn't you be like the token I thought, big right? guy? I thought, right? I guess there was no real... Tony wasn't... Fucking a slim gym when he, he was younger. He started pretty slim though. And you've got to be. I think you've got to. You've got to have some sort of, some sort of attractiveness to it. And um, I, I mean, I, I mean, like I, Toadie, national icon, but like kind of not, not, not the best looking. No, rooster not the best fish in the sea. Yeah. Is he? But um, I don't know. There was, was something about it where I was like, I, you, I, I saw the news. Didn't bother me that much. Well, I thought it was already. I was just doing a quick Google boys, and uh, so it seems that like the UK have dropped the funding. So it's just like that was that was their whole thing. Yeah, right. Channel Five in the UK aren't uh, playing it anymore. But there were some uh, articles that came out earlier in the year, and you might you guys might remember this from one or two years ago. But they were accused of uh, an inhospitable culture on set, particularly with race. And uh, there's a, a couple of people that have come out because I think they tried to. And I, from what I remember, Ramsey Street was it was pretty white. When we were growing up, yeah, I don't think there was oh, much yeah. diversity. Yeah, um, I don't really remember. A, so a they brought character. They, <laughs> they brought these. I think they've like written sort of other cultures and, and and races and stuff in. And knowing that it was UK that it was having it on their screen, maybe they were like, oh, too much diversity. Let's turn it off." You know, you know what maybe. I mean? used to be used to be white. Ah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, we used to like it when it was white. When we used to think Australia was all white, now it's it's gone a bit woke. What a UK! Can't trust them. Um, you know, you know, it was always like funny with neighbours when back in the day when you would watch it like after school. There was always like, you know, you'd have your recurring characters, and then you'd you'd have like your sort of series regulars, and then some of them would leave, and then you'd get new characters who'd always be the sister or the brother or the cousin of somebody who was on the show. Yeah, and in, by the end, I was like, how many siblings? Do these guys have, and then they never see the older siblings again. So technically, they've got like eight siblings, but they only see one of them at a time, and yeah. then they never see them ever again. What a death as well! Like I've I've lived in a block where I've seen people, and people don't die that often. <laughs> Not as much as and they neighbors. die often on that show. There's always a car accident, or someone going on, or someone's sick, and there's a fucking another fire. Like I reckon it's, it'd be it's pretty fun to ride on a show like that. Like it'd be pretty wild. So what was the? What was the discussion? They were pretty unfair around race on set. Like they were like, uh, let me find. They just the, weren't uh, very inclusive. That was that the idea? Because so it is Knox. It's it's done yeah. very close to Melbourne, but it's like it's in the town of Knox where they've got the set. So um, neighbours, more actors come forward with allegations of racist slurs and discrimination on set. Yeah. Uh, Sharon Johar left the Australian soap last month, but she endured a painful four years, uh, alleging direct and indirect casual racism from fellow cast members. Yeah, nice. That was casual. Well, that's like neighbors. Like neighbors is it's such an old institution. It's like your racist grandparents. Exactly. Exactly. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying it's good. <laughs> They've I'm just saying that's it what almost. it is. Like, yeah, that's probably like what it is. They don't have to. Care maybe about. it was time to put it out of its misery. Yeah, maybe it was. Do you remember when 
Carl cheated on Susan with Isabel. Isabella? That is Isabella. It was a no. bombshell. Everyone was upset about this, yeah. right? That sparked the whole, um, what's it called? Like uh, commitment debate and all that sort of shit. That actually started like a, it, start, it, sh- it made a whole thing. Everyone was talking about it, right? And then she went on to join that band. What was that band? Mate, Are we talking neighbours you, storylines? You're, you're legitimately, you're pushing my... <laughs> You All I knew was Dr. Carl cheated and everyone was like, oh, no, I wanted to fuck Dr. Carl. I, rem- I remember Dr. Carl, there was like one week, the promos leading up to the episode all week were shots of Susan in like a fucking negligee being like, she's going to win Carl back with a sexy manoeuvre. And it was like as if Susan was like the, the fucking sex symbol of Neighbours that, that week. That reminds wow. me of like, you, you watched it and you're like, I, I, this is not what you... That reminds Did me you of- come? No, it was so tame compared to what they said it was going to be like. She like the shot of her in the ad was exactly what was in the show, and no more. And then that was it. And then he yeah. would, and then he was just like, "All right, I'm I'm going to go bang Isabella now." Bite. Fucking neighbors. That reminds me you. of that time, you know. And it was about when I was maybe in year seven or year eight, where there were all these like real raunchy sitcom-esque shows coming out like Desperate Housewives. And it was all all <laughs> the ads true. all the ads for fucking Desperate Housewives were like, here, are, it's, it was written on the tin. It was like, here are some housewives, they're desperate, they're trying to bang each other's husbands. Yeah. And it was just Enjoy so, it. Go, it go, was go, go, so go. horny. Like, it was sex like, in the City, <laughs> even just hearing the word sex in the city would give me a little boner. Like it was one. Of, I remember when Sex and the City first came out. I was like, "You cannot name a show that." It's yeah. too, too erotic for you. Oh my god! And I watch one. I'm like, "This is boring as bad shit." Where are the titties? Like, Did they have? I, I never watched Sex and the City. Did they have a lot of sex scenes? Was it? Yeah, I I saw my ex girlfriend watched it heaps. I probably saw like maybe five, six episodes all up. It was kind of boring. Like it was it's a bit, pretty boring. It was a bit. Like I was expecting more. Like I was like, "This is the show. Like this is what everyone fucking talks about." There are a couple of hallmark shows. It's like, you know, she wants to buy a dildo and then it's this one's having, she's sleeping with three men at once and she's got to choose one. There are a couple of hallmark, but most of it is just normal. Like I've got to get to the other side of the town and I don't have enough time. Mm. Yeah, right. There's still like normal fucking sitcom stories. Life in the big city. Yeah. Life in the big city. Trying to make it in the big city. That's is, exactly what it was. Is Home and Away still on? I don't know. I think so. I think I so. Know. Yeah, I think they celebrated their fucking 20th year or something. Damn. They oh. finally won. They did it. They did it. So maybe shot. yeah, that's true. I guess if it's locally backed and it's not so wor- not so much so much worried about foreign investment from the UK, hmm. maybe it doesn't have to be worried. But I didn't know it was. I thought the UK. I thought it was Fremantle Media that pulled out because they just weren't making enough money. Um, well, I think they yeah the the the, the funding was lost from the the network. In yeah the UK, right. So well, yeah. Well, hey, look. At the end of the day, this is how it works. If it doesn't make money, it's um it's it's see you later. It's, it's got to fucking go. It had it had a go. Out, like it had it a, had a good run. Um, let's talk about. We went to the movies last night, boys. We went. Oh, and, yeah. uh, we oh, yeah. all went out together. Yeah, I know. about that. I think. It's, fuck me. I've been so tired today. But we went and saw June. I actually saw two movies in a week. Like last um, Patreon podcast, I went and saw Jackass down at uh, Hoyt Cinema. You actually went and did that. I was impressed. I because I, I know you said you were going to do it, and then you did it. And I got to say, I had a fucking great time. Have like, you ever been to the movies your... by yourself? Yeah, I've been once before right. by myself. I've never been. I don't it's mind good. it. Seb, it's, it's good. Go do it. I'll try it. It's, it's worth it. It's less confronting than you think it is. Like, yeah. It's the the worst bit's going to the candy bar by yourself, and you've got to get yourself like you know a large popcorn and whatever. 
And then you're like, are you going to eat this all by yourself? Just, I've never just minded stand, that though. Stand near another group and sort of pretend like you're part of it until it's time to Exactly, because I've always, if I've ever over-ordered and I'm embarrassed about it, I'm like, <laughs> you don't know my story. You don't know where I'm going. Because I was looking forward to it all day. A bit of popcorn. I was going to tip some Maltesers in there. I was going to get a Coke. I was going to sit fun. down there and have a great time. And then I sort of chickened out at the candy bar and just got a choc top and, uh, and a drink. But fucking great seats at the Hoyts at, at Village Cinemas. But then we went to... Um, oh, and afterwards... Uh, so I was basically sitting all by myself and then afterwards because it was Jackass very funny film by the way I was actually laughing out loud it was good cinema good vibes Um, the guys behind me like maybe seven or eight maybe ten blokes they're like fucking throwing popcorn at each other one of them as they were leaving like there's a large popcorn he's just fucking kicked it over and popcorn's going fucking everywhere oh my. walking out they've they've grabbed one of the guys and they've whacked him in a trolley and they're like pushing him around and they're ah that's funny he's going into tables into the food court but the tables are like um uh hammer drilled into the ground so he's not going anywhere or the table's not going anywhere but the guy that it, it was great they're living out their jackass fantasy it reminded me of when I was a kid yeah. when I went and saw jackass that's exactly what we did we went and played jackass afterwards um, and then we went to uh, and then we went and saw June last night caught up with uh, Tommy Burgess friend of the show and uh, he who shall not be named uh, so it was good to catch up with those boys and, and sit down in silence with them uh, by their side for close to three hours I really wanted to leave when the movie ended and he who shall not be named said, should we go get a beer? And I instantly said no, hoping that it would mean that we'd go get, to leave. get to leave. You guys drove me to the, like you picked me up and we all went together. So I was really relying on you guys to leave. We to all be, let each yeah. other down. You didn't, you didn't leave and I didn't leave. And <laughs> we, we all s- let each other s- down. You gotta have a little bit of, you can't just meet at the movies and then leave. And we then could say, go. You it was have a, a little chat. It's a long end. fucking movie. It's a, a it was chat. a long movie. And I've, I've, uh, have you ever invited a chick on a date and asked to go to a movie? Cause it's the cliche thing to do. And then them turn around and say, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. Like, really? No one, so no. No one said that to me, but I actually agree. That it is. It's, it's a terrible date. It's not a good date idea. I I've fucking had love movie me. dates. Yeah, because you don't have to talk. You don't have to like, talk. You don't have to talk. You don't have to listen to them. That's how I, that's how I was told. It's like, what, you just don't want to hear me talk? <laughs> what are you going on I a date for? I just love going to the movies. Like, I don't want to go to the movies with someone else. Granted, it wasn't, to to like, it wasn't like a first date. It was like a couple of dates. Ah, like, okay, why don't we go okay, to the sure, movies? Sure, she was sure. like, no, I want to go to the dinner so we can talk and I can tell you my feelings and my dreams. Go get it. Go see an early movie and then go for dinner. Exactly. Turn it in as part of the night. Um... But June, how long is it, actually? June is... 2.40 or something. 2.40. I reckon I could get down to 20 minutes. That (laughs) film is... There is a lot of gratuity in that film. A lot of chaffer. Nice and and snappy. Nice and snappy. Um, And I felt a bit dick-teased throughout the whole thing because Momoa said it's like maybe a quarter of the way or maybe 10% in the film in. He's just like, oh, dude, I just got back from Sand City. It's fucking sick. Can't wait for you to see Sand City. And they make a big point. I'm like, oh, man, Sand City's going to be great. At the very end of the film, they're like, all right, let's go. We're going to go to Sand City and we never get to see Sand City. So now I'm in. The, f- the Freeman place. Because it's two-parter. So yeah, now, it's two-parter. Now you, now Is you it a half- two-parter or is it a three-parter? Two-parter. So now you've got to see the second one. Wow. They've got me. They've got They've you. Got, yeah, he's got you by the balls. And they got uh, Best Picture. One for, for the price picture. of two. Oh, they're up for Best Picture. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. Like I said, I think it was actually a 20-minute film that was dragged out <laughs> a little too long. Could have been a 20-minute um, short. I reckon it could, I could have gone down 20. Easy. <laughs> Fucking hell. There's a lot of sand um, dreams. That was... Uh, too many sand dreams. I heard you physically, like, sigh when he was having one of his visions. You're like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, we get it. He's going to see this blue-eyed chick. I get it. There is a lot of them. I get it. 
all right, there's lots of sand. But no, the worms were cool. I liked that. Um, I've been reading up about a bit of the politics and stuff. I've been trying to get around that today. Um, oh, yeah, so you, you, you're so into I'm it. Starting to get in. Now I just want to read the book, so I want to know what the fuck's in Sand City. Have you read the book? Yeah, I did my grade six book report on it. So I've been waiting for this movie to come yeah, out. Yeah, six? Is it yeah. easy to read? Yeah. I mean, if you like, if you like reading. No. <laughs> no. Then I'm in trouble. Get, right? the, get the audio book. The whole time when they were saying, what's the, what's the name of the town? Arrakis? Yeah. yeah. I thought no, they were saying, the, like, Iraq. The planet. Uh, yeah. I honestly thought the whole like, thing was honestly, to talk about Iraq. Honestly, could that could be intentional, to be honest, from uh, what's his name? It, it is called that in the book, though. As at the, the book, start, I was like... The book was written like 50 years ago or something. Before Iraq existed? Yeah, well, yeah before Iraq. Is that what you're saying? Well, before it, it was so... It was permeating <laughs> our yeah. pop culture. Because I, I, I was like... Because there was a few groans early when he was just like, Arrakis is full of sand. And I was like... <laughs> I went, come on. Like, <laughs> it's that's a two bit on the on nose. The nose, isn't it? Like, <laughs> fucking hell, settle down. Yeah. Like, um, like New Zealanders, and it's got, uh, yeah. it's got mountains. Yeah. Uh, I didn't mind it. I thought it was uh, it was still grounded enough in reality that I didn't feel like. And I, I, I don't know. I think it was. Um, I think it's when they're not humanoid. That's when I get. That's when I get a bit uh, in trouble. When they when there's magic and all that sort of shit. I liked it. I could. I could reverse engineer and it wasn't like computers are walking around and they've got to understand fucking, uh, you know, the time continuums and all this sort of maybe shit. Maybe this is Mark's franchise. I reckon it might be, man. Now I want to read the book because I want to know what the fuck goes on in Sand City. It's a good book. I want to know what goes on in Sand City. but um, I got the book for Christmas, actually. You can you can lend it. Good film, though. Good film. But I'm, I'm definitely... I was surprised. Uh, I thought you'd hate it. So I, I so actually like I, yeah, you're, so you're coming I. and you're like oh, I'm not sure if I like it I'm like I'm pretty sure you won't like it but just come along anyway as I because I, this we Seb and I had seen it before and so I was like kind of half distracted at times during the film and I was thinking about you quite often and I was like what would Mark think about this bit of the film I bet he hates it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> there are moments where it was just like this is this is a bit shit. Yeah, and I just some of the acting where it's like it's just it's a it's a little over the top and it's just like a little cringe. Um, I but feel yeah. Occasionally, the, the, what they did well was they occasionally threw in like a bagpipe, and I laugh. Like there was a, there was a moment like that. Uh-huh. Loves a bagpipe. Where I was like, I didn't think I didn't think it was all it was all great. I think there's one bit where Momoa's just like, "Hey, you putting on muscle?" And he's like, "What, really? You think so?" And he's like, "No." Classic yeah. like movie joke that on paper, if you wrote that, Seb, I'd fucking yell it. <laughs> I'd be like, that is disgusting. Yeah, but I'd be like, but it's Jason Momoa. Like, yeah. It's, like, uh, it's a shit argument. It'd be like, come on. That is a terrible joke. But like, it's not I in the book. People, it was the biggest, that was the biggest comedy. laugh that was in the fucking movie. I know. And I sat there going, I wanted to turn around and go, come on. It was in the trailer though as well. So I, I had the same thought. Like when people laughed in our cinema, I was like, this movie's been out for fucking ages. That joke was in the trailer. You're oh, not wow. you're not genuinely laughing at that. See, like, I missed that in the trailer. I watched yeah, the trailer. Right. There was, there's go. there's been like fucking ten trailers. I couldn't get through the trailer. But I gotta say though, I'm I'm uh, I was struggling today and I did not need that late at night. Because um, I also like I feel like I feel like it's uh, super tired and uh, I got the vax. I got the booster on Friday. Um because I got a call on Wednesday or whatever, and the guy was like, he trying to he, he coerced me into going, mm-hmm. and he was like, "You're going to book you in on." He Friday. bullied you. He basically bullied me. So I popped down on Friday afternoon, right, um, right before the Patreon pod. We did the Patreon pod. I went to Jackass. I was having a good time. Came home, went to bed. Saturday morning, bang, fucking hit me. I was fucking really? shit. It was just, it was horrible. I didn't fucking like it at all. And then I, I, I sort of, we did work on Saturday, and I was like, I was, it was one of those days where it just everything was hard. 
It was like everything's in slow motion. I couldn't think. I could. I had a headache. It just felt like shit. So we, we, I called it quits at like, I think it was like 3 o'clock, Sebo. We called it, I called it quits yep. on, on Saturday. It was like, can't do this. I need to get it fucking way. So I went, went to bed, woke up on Sunday, even worse, which is I, everyone was telling me that wasn't going to happen. Had all of Sunday laying I in know. bed. Barely left the fucking room. Couldn't fucking believe it. Um, maybe it's cancer. And then woke up on Monday morning feeling okay. Um, oh, maybe it's not. And then, uh, so I felt like I, I lost the entire weekend and then today I'm feeling really fucking tired. But because I lost the whole fucking weekend because of this fucking booster shot, it really did get me thinking. Sebi, roll the clip. <laughs> and now it's time for A Bunch of Cunts with Mark Nicholson. Advocates for the booster vaccine are a bunch of cunts. This is how they got Rogan, buddy. It's not. This is how they got Rogan. You know, I'm not anti-vax. I'm not anti-vax. I'm just, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm anti-booster. That's all it is. Is that anti-vax? No, it's different. No, 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 no. I will just not get another booster. That's all I'm saying. There's just no fucking way. Because I felt, I felt coerced by this fucking um, germ on the phone from DHS, right? He's like, because the way he broke it to me was like, good news. You're eligible for uh, for your booster. Hey, That's look, great. He's looking out for you. You've got an opportunity now to protect yourself and Australian lives. Would I like? Would you like to book yourself in? It was it was fucked. Like what else am I supposed to do? I was confronted <laughs> with something so positive, but I've come to learn that um, every single person that I know that got the booster has had a shitty reaction. Like uh, Lockie, yeah, you, you had a shitty reaction. I, I did. I had some real bad insomnia and I was feeling real flat for a day or two. You couldn't sleep. All the work you were turning in was trash. No, <laughs> it was it was horrible. You couldn't sleep. You were, you were like, I'm really sore. My arm's fucked. My missus has had the booster so now she's just in a fucking shit mood all the time. Nothing's getting done around the house. It's no good. Like, And so it's starting to affect me and I, I felt really shit out. So I, I was like lethargic. Um, it felt like I was like, the best way I could describe it was like walking through custard. That's how I could describe it. Like the air was custard. It was just hard. It was like resistance training. It was no good. Um, and I, I, I honestly, the, the over that weekend and just at the start of this week when I was feeling a bit shit, I was like, I would have, I would prefer to have had COVID because <laughs> I reckon I would have, it would have been less of a struggle and at least would I knew it? it would be over. Like, I don't know. There was something, at would least it, COVID's natural, right? Would, would it have I been, caught it naturally. Would it have been less of a struggle? Would it have been more been, of a struggle? I reckon I would have been fine, to be honest. And I, I think there's clearly something going wrong here, uh, going on here. And I, and I think it has something to do with the matrix. The Matrix movie. The Matrix, right? So the first vaccine, All right, pretty le- good. Lead, lead, us, lead us to watermark. The first vaccine, pretty good, right? Everyone loved it. Everyone loved it. Most people anyway, but like, you know, fucking some people didn't get it. <laughs> some people didn't get it because they're stupid or they just wanted to be different, right? That's good. The sequel, probably unnecessary, right? But they had to do it, you know? And, and then some they people made still it, loved it. And they still kind of liked it. And that's fine. And most people said you had to do it, right? And then they made it a trilogy. The third one was absolute dog shit, right? <laughs> Everyone fucking knows the third one is an absolute dog shit. And then when they come out with a fourth, only the diehards will go and see it and it's gonna, they're going to walk away disappointed and it's going to jeopardize the whole fucking thing. I'm telling you right now and I'm calling it early. It was just like when I watched The Matrix 3. I was like, they should never make a fourth. And, and they, that's what I'm saying now. It's a line in the sand. Do not And wouldn't even bother watching the third. Just stick to the first. The first one was fine. It's funny, like the Omicron vaccine that they'll inevitably release, that'll be like the reboot. It's going to be like yeah. the reboot. That's what I mean. It's going to fucking flop and they're going to get sued. I'm excited That's what I think it's going to be. So I think 
Warner Brothers. Is that who makes The Matrix? Is it Warner Brothers? Uh, Village Roadshow. Village Roadshow, whoever it was, <laughs> like Village Roadshow. <laughs> and, and Village Roadshow and Big Pharma are exactly the fucking same. Uh, no, actually, it's uh, Village Roadshow. Well, it was a co-production. There were several people involved. Um, I think they, honestly, I think I feel like they got greedy. Like, a little bit of vaccine is good, but too much of a good thing is bad. I think it was a cash grab, um, and I don't think we should all be used as vehicles for profiteering from these fucking scumbags that is Big Pharma, right? And I think the jig is up. Um, we all got got. We, we, we went, they went too far. So anyone that tells you uh, to go get your booster, I think they're Big Pharma shills, and uh, they just want to spread the misery. That's what I, and honestly, I've been doing it now anyway. I've been talking to people going, like, hey, you should probably get the booster. Because you shouldn't believe their lies because they, they secretly just regret getting it and they just want to make everyone else feel shitty because is, they is felt that, shitty. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some people just want to see the world burn, boys. And that, I'm one of them. But you. like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but except for the podcast because I, I believe in our listeners too much, right? And and the thing is, like, when you, when you look up info on feeling shitty for the third dose, do you know what they tell you? Take some pain meds. Of course, that's the solution. When you get bad medicine, have more medicine. Do you know what I mean? Like, isn't it not clicking now? Is it not starting to click that every step of the, the greed, it's getting out of control, boys. Someone has to stand up and say no more, right? So fuck the booster. <laughs> fuck anyone that tries to convince you to get it. Fuck Big Pharma. Fuck the doctors. Fuck the scientists. Fuck, don't listen to the facts. Don't listen to the data or the science, right? Forget about the fucking bullshit facts. If some fuckhead from the DHS calls you to book you in, you tell them to get fucked, and when they ask you why, you tell them step, Mark from Stepmates told you the truth, you're a bunch of cunts. And so concludes A Bunch of Cunts with Mark Nicholson. Glad you corrected that there and said Mark from Stepmates, not Stepmates, because that's not a brand message. I'm not. I'm, that's no, not I didn't want to throw you all Stepmates. You really are a, a Joe Rogan disciple, Mark. I know. We're, we're, they're going to put a misinformation I tag didn't, on I our didn't, I didn't on back our him when he said no. I'm, I got the fucking. <laughs> I got the jab. I got him done, and this third booster was a fucking waste of my time. <laughs> don't get it. Don't you dare get it, Seb. Get we it, cannot Seb. afford. <laughs> I get can. It. We cannot afford two days of you off your feet. What, what happens if he gets COVID and he's done for like a week or two? He'll be fine. I'll drag his computer out. We'll get him a nice little fucking stand. He'll Mark be fine. said we have to go live out in a cabin in the woods now. We're not allowed. <laughs> he's not out. Allowed, you're not allowed out of the house. There's no running water. Yeah. You'll I mean, be fine. You probably won't catch it out there. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Don't get the booster. It's a fucking joke. It is an absolute joke. Get the booster. It really, it sucked. How was your experience with the booster, Lockie? It was like, it, it was sucked. Sh- it was shit for, for probably two days. And then I was like, ah, it's fine now. Well, maybe, maybe it was just today when I was thinking about this podcast, I was like, fuck, I just feel shitty. And I was like, I reckon it's the booster. And maybe it was the late night that we had with he who shall not be named. I, I know my sister who had COVID was sick for like a week and a half, if not two weeks. And I'd much rather have what I had with the booster than what she had. Yeah. No, I, don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. There's something now. about the booster that feels artificial. There's something about COVID that feels natural, organic, you know? Is that, do you really believe in, I, I, that is, do you really believe in that stuff like natural versus unnatural? Like I want more unnatural stuff. Like when I see that something has like, when someone says like, oh, there's like got tons of preservatives and shit. I'm like, great. It's not going to go moldy. Yeah. More, right. Put more in. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I saw a great video once on, uh, it was like a doctor explaining the difference between natural and unnatural in favor of vaccines. And he was talking about how like your body's response to a virus is really natural or like, like, so putting more virus in it, like that's like just, you're speeding up the natural process. 
Like, I, I, I'm, uh-huh. not, I'm not doing it justice, but uh, I'll send you the link. Not a doctor. <laughs> Don't listen to the doctors. That's all I'm saying. That's just all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> and in terms, of, yeah, I think you're right. There's, there's just as much fuck shit in nature than there is probably artificial. There's some things. It's like, no, we perfected that. Get fucked. Yeah. Um, we made it better. We made it so you could actually have it. I mean, life expectancy's gone up since we invented like modern medicine. Yeah. It's probably a good thing. That's like saying drinking water out of the Yarra River is natural, but drinking a fucking <laughs> a Mount Franklin fresh out the fucking out the fridge is no good. Like you're exactly right. Although there's no preservatives <laughs> in that shit, but it's going to be better than the Yarra River than getting it out of the fridge at the tuck shop. Um, have we got any confessions, Sebo? Have we got any confessions? No, no, no uh, confessions. It's not full. We've got a couple of confessions, but it's not full this week. So head on down to stepmates.com.au forward slash confessions to tell us your sins. But we do have some mailbag, boys. So nice. we go to mailbag. Excellent. Yeah, let's do the mailbag. It's time for the Stepmates Mailbag! You've got mail. Here's your letter. You've got mail! It's the Stepmates Mailbag, the part of the show where you write in questions and we answer them. And we answer any question that comes through. Um, I just, I forgot to say this actually. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll read this out first. Um, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to explain the segment first and then I'm going to read out this piece of fan mail. But on the Patreon last week, we came up with a very exciting new segment. Uh, which I th- I want to call Better Call Mark. Uh, oh, yeah. I play on words on Better Call Saul. And basically, Mark gave out uh, some legal advice to someone. It was fucking legit. He was in a bit of a situation. Legit. He spent 10 or 15 minutes. This was so well researched, so well put together. And this guy, and he emailed, he emailed us back. I'm not going to read his, his response out. But he was genuinely so chuffed because he was in a very, he was in a legal pickle. Yep. He was in a real bind. He Mark solved it. You hate to see it. You hate to see it, to be honest. Um, yeah, he was, he was in a predicament where he was... Uh, he was... Uh, it was a mistaken identity case where uh, it wasn't him that was doing the wrong thing and he was in a, a tough position where... He'd have he to rat out one of his mates. Cop it on the chin or rat out one of his mates. And he was like, which one should I do? And, and the answer was, neither, my friend. You do neither of them. You've done nothing wrong. They can't can, prove a thing. You had a secret door number three. And it was then great. Mark, Mark had a big elaborate do nothing response, but it was very like very full, well, very full well of legal put. jargon. And it was in there. Had all. The, I think I, I'm pretty sure. And I, I've offered as well. If you, if you need some help, I'm more than happy to. But you're right. Like I think it's like I said on the podcast. The hypotheticals are what gets me. Like the, the hypotheticals, because you can play that game as much as you, you want. You don't like hypotheticals. I don't like it's, hypotheticals. It's got to be a like, real legal or thing even that's like, happened to you. How could I kill my missus? Like, I'm not going to give instructions <laughs> on how to commit a crime, but I will happily talk you through how we can potentially run a defense to get out of it. And that's the sort of value you get on the Stepmates Patreon podcast. You get legal. We'll, we, we could do one a week. One legal predicament a week. If it's interesting enough, we'll read it out. Yep. Um, yeah, if you write it in. If you write it in. And we can keep it completely anonymous too behind the, uh, the, the the paywall that is our Patreon for the good cunts to support us down on Patreon as well. We can only do it there. So there's no sort of... like yeah, We know that Vic Pohl's never going to jump on the Patreon and listen to that. Like They're not going to chuck a couple of bucks in, are they? And try and you know, gather evidence. We can uh, we can actually talk pretty freely on the Patreon podcast, and I'm I'd be happy to be a little bit of a fucking what do you call it like a council um, legal counsel camp chair lawyer. I don't know, like, yeah, camp chair lawyer. Just to sit there you in the camp get, chair. Can you get in trouble for this? I, mean, I haven't got a certificate to lose. Yeah, that's right. They're not gonna. You'll it's never work fine. in a law firm again. Yeah, fine. Mate, I did a line of coke off my law degree once. Like it's fine. <laughs> like that's the most use it's gotten. Uh, it's no good. So. Um, that's yeah, our, it's, a legal it's, problem. Write us in. It's our new segment, and uh, this guy Adzi just loved it so much. He was like, uh, "Love the love the segment. 
Um, you guys should use the theme uh, from a song called Better Get a Lawyer by The Cruel Sea. Yeah, uh, nice. I've never, I, I actually listened to the song. It's quite cool. We might do that. I do know the song, but uh, will we be allowed to use it? on the Patreon, buddy. Oh, true. true Can true, we? Oh, let's, uh, let's better, call, better call Mark. Can yeah, we, we do whatever it? we want there so we, we get caught? Legal advice. Um, I think that's the thing as well. So if you've committed a crime, uh, write in, let us know, and I will help you either get off it entirely or mitigate as much as possible. Or so you might... Get you as lower possible sentence. He might possible. get you some cash. And we might be able to be a bit more dodgy than, than some other counts. And that's just $5 a month on Patreon. And you get, <laughs> that's a legal question. It's we, worth you it. You could answer... It's we worth could do it. one a week. Do you know how much lawyers fees are? They're very expensive. More than Sometimes $5 a month. More than $5 a month. It's like, it's At least guys 10 charging 800 That's a bucks subscription an hour. service to legal advice. That is amazing. I it's, love that. Uh, it's no good. So, yeah, more than happy to help you out. It doesn't always have to be criminal either. I do have some experience in commercial. Uh, mm. I can do some property. I can do some anything you want. Copyright. Just, copyright. We should, we should think about in. defamation. A way to, like, con people into listening to the Patreon every week. We're not conning them. We're giving them... This is Sound a, legal advice. This is an invitation to treat, Lockie, which is a legal <laughs> term in contract. You can't be held... Even if we don't do it, it's still just an invitation to treat. It's not an offer, um, which means it's not a contract. There you go. We're uh, learning every day. Uh, this, uh, all right, so here's a question. <laughs> anyway, into here's the question. mailbag. Here's a question, but it also references that segment as well. Hey, Dads, loving the new segments, especially Mark's new law segment on the Patreon. Might be chucking in a question this week. Anyway, here's my question. In a Freaky Friday, situ- uh, Freaky Friday situation where you wake up in someone else's body, who would you like to be for a day and have them inhabit your body? You did a short oh. film on this once, Lucky. Where it was yeah, like doggy I, get, swap. I get obsessed with body swap stuff. I like literally like I've thought about this a lot. Um, so you guys are in a short film that... Where if I you guys want to treat, uh, Google the Chappie Boys doggy swap and you'll see Mark... Swapping bodies with a dog and acting like a dog. If you can be fucked watching a short film, I don't know. It's about six minutes. It's funny. It's, it's I liked a good it. film. It's a good it's film. A good film. It's Seb, a good film. I'm in it too. Oh, yeah, I'm in it it's too. It's essentially the podcast without Mark, but Mark's acting yep. in it. Yeah, it's a, it's a good film. Definitely check it out. What is it? What's it called? Uh, Doggy uh, Swap, Doggy the Chappie Boys in Google. You'll and they've it. got another, but they got, did the sequel as well, Kangaroos. And then you did another one. What was that one called? Uh, the Clone Man. Did that ever come the out? Clone Man. Yeah, yeah, that's out. It got in. This was the thing with COVID. This is boring, but this is the thing with COVID that fucking sucked about making short films. Is that all the festivals we got into? They none of them ran, so it was all either online yeah, or just didn't didn't play. Yeah. Anyway, Red Simons was in one of them. All right, we don't need to plug the Chap Boys too much. We gave you a little plug. Like Follow at Chappy Boys. Just every uh, platform. The Freaky Friday situation. Whose <laughs> body do you want? And they have to be in your body. Probably be Joe Rogan, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> and not because I want to be Joe Rogan, but I want Joe Rogan to experience what it's like to be me. Yeah, that's fair. How long would you want a body swap for? He'd be responsible in your body too. Yeah, do you want him to bring you to the top? I reckon 24 hours. 24 hours. Yeah, I wonder if he could just like, I don't know. Just Maybe just out. go to the gym just and I'd work just be out all day. No, do, it, do it for like three months or like six months. Give him a good... Runway at it, yeah. Start it, from the bottom, see what you can do. He'd start grinding the podcast like pretty. No, you can't give him too long because then they'll start freaking out and be like, "No, I'm really Joe Rogan." Yeah, no, no, like, no. like 24 hours. That's enough time. This no, because that all that would happen in that 24 hours is he'd be, he'd be like, "Oh fucking hell, I'm like I've done too much DMT. Like, what's going on? Am I Joe Rogan?" You got to give him time to fucking to get, do stuff. Well, it's more about being in everybody, I reckon, and then that's a yeah. I don't know. I don't know who I'd want to be. 
in all honesty. Like Joe Rogan, not bad. I, I don't think you'd want to be Joe Rogan on a day where he's have he's got a podcast or Joe Rogan where he's doing a UFC commentary, even though that'd be cool. Oh, yeah, he might be working. I'd freak out. <laughs> I was like, I wouldn't know. Yeah, he wouldn't like, be like so Elon Musk. He's got Musk. the Kimura, I think. Yep. Like, it'd, be, it'd be an awful commentator. You wouldn't want to be a CEO. You wouldn't want to be like someone with responsibilities. You wouldn't be like a rock star. or a Yeah, you'd want to be like someone like Kanye that can do anything. He's got the money to do anything. He's whacked out, so who gives a fuck? If he's doing something crazy, no one's going to care. You want someone with the ability to be able to go anywhere, do anything, right? Yeah. Or I can, I can swap bodies with a chick. I could do Gina Ryan. It'd be interesting. I'd swap with Gina. Gina Ryan. Because it'd be interesting to know what it's like to be, you know, Margot Robbie or Delta Goodwin. Yeah, that's your one chance to to be a chick. Yeah, and you'd be like, I now I know what it feels like to piss sitting down. I mean, you can do it anyway, but it's not the same. It'd be amazing. That's that's. I've had diarrhea before and thought that it's like, oh, this must be what it's like. (laughs) That's it sprayed. Yeah. Oh, they they get this every day. Lucky cunts. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. You choose Gal Gadot. That's what I'm doing. Wonder Woman. Yeah. Only because, yeah, uh, oh, fuck, that'd be funny for her to wake up and just go, I'm in here. I'm Seb. I'm Seb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if she's woke up as me, just going, what the fuck is wrong? <laughs> Do you she, would she still have the, the broken English? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah great. She's got a full accent. Yeah. And, you, and you've and you got your accent oh, yeah, in her body. Yeah, yeah. Imagine all the people. Great. Yeah, name it. You have, to name someone. you have to name someone before we move on. Uh, I choose the queen. Just because. Just like, like, you might die in her body. Oh, what happens then? Dead. And she lives forever as me. Yeah, you wouldn't want to run that. She'd gauntlet, love mate. that. That's too much of a risk. That's too much of a risk. No, he said it though. Yeah, too late. True. True. Whoa, freaky Friday. Mark, which chick would I assume it's a chick? Which or Joe chick Rogan? would I be? You I'd, said Joe no, Rogan. If it was a chick, I'd probably I don't know. I'd do something like uh, Delta Goodrum or oh, yeah. <laughs> something like that, just because it'd be it'd be cool to know what you know. <laughs> would you uh, actually? Maybe I maybe I'd do my girlfriend, and and because then then we uh, could right yeah. We could see what what it's all about. That's lame. That's not bad. <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> then you have, to, you have to fuck yourself. But yeah, that, no, but, then, but then you'd know. I reckon you don't want to know. Because <laughs> <laughs> what? Because you. I don't know if you want to know, Lucky. Yeah, maybe that. Yeah, you'd feel awful. Although then you'd, it'd be fine. You'd, you'd be like, back. I'm sorry, I can't do this with you ever again. I didn't realize what it was like. <laughs> you just swap back I'm and you so just roll sorry. up in a ball. I'm so sorry. Away. I'm so, so sorry. sorry. Oh my god. I need to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we got one more question here, boys. Uh, hey, boys. I find it hilarious you guys are willing to talk shit about other Australian creators. It's refreshing to hear some honesty and not everyone just puffing each other up. However, who are the people you guys fanboy over? If you could pick one creator and wish them success, who would it be from Ivan? None of them can't. <laughs> honestly, I don't. I, 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 honest, I'm sitting here now, racking my brain. We just edited five minutes of me staring at the floor, thinking about <laughs> no attaboys. The There's not an attaboy. Uh, who? Who I'd is pick, there? I'd pick Michael Cusack, and I, he's already doing it. And he's already. I, I, I'd be probably be the same to be honest. And when I saw his success. Sure, there's a little bit of jealousy, but I was like, oh, that's cool. Like someone that I actually like, like I like their work, made it in America, and they get to be an Australian in America. Like, yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's probably it. No, he's a fucking eye roller. He's a, he is. He's an eye roller. No, he's right? good. He's a, like, no, he's an like eye roller. Him. Fuck off, can't you? I know <laughs> for a fact he's a fucking eye roller, all right? You just tried you, to hug him once and he you, pulled away. You, you spoke to him on a Zoom call, all right? You tried to I'm hug him in you, person. In person? Not that great. He's probably saving it up. Works fine. Maybe yeah, I was still probably saving back. Saving his energies. But that is still not that much of a compliment 
when you look at the fucking pile of shit that's underneath him as well. What do you mean? Australian talent. It's all fucked. Australian talent's fucked. It's all fucked. Dude, there's no one. There's no one. I can't. Can you think? All right. Other than your fucking boyfriend, Michael Cusack, <laughs> who else is there? Um, who else do you want to suck off? I don't mind Chris Lilly. I know fuck you, off! I don't mind Chris Turn Lilly. it off! We're ending this podcast right now, you fucking cliche fuck. Shut up, Chris uh, Lilly. Move. Come on. Okay, what about, Come on. what about another country? What about another country? Oh, man, I could go all day about the States. Uh, you're not allowed to do the States. It's got to be another country that's not America. Ooh, the UK? Is there someone in the UK? Yeah. Is there? Yeah, is there much well, you, 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 t- you tell us. But in all honesty, though, Australians. Can I th- can I think of someone, Craig Miller? <laughs> Craig Miller. Uh, Craig Miller might be it. Who else? I'm sure there's uh, there's. So been what's the question? Australian. Who do I want? To, who do I want them to you, succeed? You wish that? one one creator success. Just one person doesn't even doesn't have to be a comedy group. Can just be yeah, one, may, maybe one it's, person. Maybe it's not artistic. Oh right, so it's not just well, oh mate. Well, oh. creators. I, I don't know. You said creators. Uh, creators. Okay. Uh, um, Friendly Geordies. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. There's so, I don't know. There's something. Mm, well, right, that's been the mailbag, everyone. Let's get out of here. <laughs> you know, when I was... Can I just say something? Yeah. You know, when I was doing meditation for 10 days straight. Did I you did it, I did really it for 10 it. days, right? And then never did it again. Part of the mantra at the start was like you talk about you send love to your family and to your teachers and whatever. And then you would have to think of your enemies. At one point, and then you would have to think of your enemies, acknowledge them, and then wish them success. It was like a vipassana ah. or um, whatever meditation. It took me so long to get past that point because it was like, imagine your enemies. And I literally had to choose from a crowd of people. <laughs> and then I'd pull them out and then I'd have to stand there and I'd have to, I'd have to wish them the success, all the success in the world. And it took me out of it. Like I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. Did you? Wait, I you really meant, struggled. Were you meant to do it every session? Every session, yeah. Before you sit down, you you got to you got to think of your family member. You choose one of your family members, and then you you basically think about them, and then you then you send them your best wishes, and you wish them all the success. And every step of the way, your teachers, your mentors. You I'm bring surprised them out you got through your like, family, to be honest. Again, that was where I also struggled. I had all of these enemies, and all, and when you have to send people that you love, like friends and stuff, I was like, fuck, I'm I'm just gonna have to go another lap. Like it was, it was fucked. I couldn't, <laughs> I, it made me realize that I'm just a bit of a shit cunt. Like I hate more people than I love. Maybe I you should do meditation. Yeah. It, oh, mate, it's just going to be me sitting there thinking and like sitting there with like, I don't know, Mark Banano and looking him going, I wish you all of the success. I can't. Maybe I just, can't. Play, just play some Tetris or something. I don't Maybe know I just need to start, I need to put a Tetris. bullet in my fucking brain. Take cold shower. Anyway. That's what I got out of meditation. I don't think we need to do the outro music. I think we can just, I think we can just go. Yeah, that'll be exciting. <laughs> just, <laughs> you've primed us. Yeah, be you've good. really got everyone on a All high right. note. That's the end. That's the end of the podcast, everyone. <laughs> What's happening this week? When's the Patreon? Friday? Yeah. I think we so. need a piece of law advice. On Friday? Yeah. Anyone Anyone in? Oh, yeah, write something in. in. If, you, if something fucking happened to you, the, the cops are up your guts, they're in your grills. Yeah, just write in. Don't be a little bitch. Right in, and I'll fucking sort you out, you pussy. Don't be a little cunt. Don't be a little cunt. All right, all you good N-words, <laughs> support us out on Patreon. We'll fucking see you. What is it? Friday. We're going to do it Friday. We'll do it Friday. All right, we'll do it Friday. Um, yeah, have a good week. N-words. Bye. We're going to go meditate. Bye. Bye.
拜。